Hello, and welcome to the Brothers Grimm Lunch Break. I'm Eric Wagoner. Today, I'll be reading The Twelve Brothers. Once upon a time, a king and queen lived together peacefully and had twelve children, all boys. One day, the king said to his wife, When you give birth to our thirteenth child, and it's a girl, the twelve boys shall die, so she may have all the wealth and the kingdom for herself. He even had twelve coffins made and filled with wood shavings. Each was fitted with a death pillow, and all the coffins were locked in a room. The king gave the key to the queen and ordered her never to say one word about this to anyone. She then sat and lamented the entire day. Her youngest son, Benjamin, whose name she had taken from the Bible, was always with her, and he asked, "'Dear mother, why are you so sad?' "'Dearest child,' she replied, "'I'm not allowed to tell you.' But he gave her no peace until she opened the room and showed him the twelve coffins already filled with wood shavings. She then said, "'My dearest Benjamin, your father had these coffins made for you and your eleven brothers. If I give birth to a girl, all of you shall be killed and buried in them.' As she was telling him this, she wept, and her son consoled her by saying, "'Don't weep, dear mother. We'll find a way to help ourselves and get away from here.' Then she said, "'Go into the forest with your eleven brothers.' I want you to find the tallest tree and take turns sitting on top. You're to keep watch and look toward the castle tower. If I give birth to a little boy, I'll raise a white flag, and then you'll be able to return. If I give birth to a little girl, I'll raise a red flag, and then you're to flee as fast as you can, and may the good Lord protect you. I'll get up every night and pray that you're able to warm yourselves by a fire in the winter and that you don't suffer from the heat during the summer." After she gave her blessing to her sons, they went out into the forest, where they took turns keeping watch. Each one sat on top of the tallest oak tree and looked toward the tower. When eleven days had passed, and it was Benjamin's turn, he saw a flag being raised. However, it was not a white one, but a blood-red flag, announcing that they were to die. When the brothers heard that, they became angry and said, "'Why should we suffer death because of a girl?' We swear we'll get our revenge. Wherever we find a girl, her red blood shall flow. Then they went deeper into the forest, where it was darkest. There they found an empty little cottage, which was bewitched. We shall dwell here, they said. And you, Benjamin, since you're the youngest and weakest, shall stay home and keep house. We others shall go out and search for food. So they went off into the forest and shot hares, wild deer, birds, little pigeons, and whatever was fit to eat. They brought this to Benjamin, who had to prepare it nicely for them so they could still their hunger. They lived together for ten years in this little cottage, and the time passed quickly for them. Meanwhile, the daughter that their mother, the queen, had brought into the world had grown to be a little girl. She had a kind heart and beautiful features and a gold star on her forehead. One time, when there was a great deal of washing to do, she saw twelve boys' shirts among the things to be washed, and asked her mother, "'Whose shirts are these? They're much too small for father.' Her mother answered her with a heavy heart, "'Dear child, they belong to your twelve brothers.' "'Where are my twelve brothers?' the girl asked. "'I've never heard of them until now.' "'Only God knows where they are,' she answered. "'They're wandering around somewhere in the world.' 
She took the girl, opened the room, and showed her the twelve coffins with the wood shavings and the death pillows. These coffins were destined for your brothers, she said, but the boys departed secretly before you were born. Then she told her everything that had happened. Dear mother, the girl said, don't weep. I'm going to look for my brothers. So she took the twelve shirts and went straight into the great forest. She walked the whole day, and by evening she came to the bewitched cottage. When she entered, she found a young boy who asked, Where have you come from, and where are you going? He was astonished by her beauty, her royal garments, and the star on her forehead. I'm a princess, she responded, and I'm looking for my twelve brothers. I'm prepared to continue walking as far as the sky is blue until I find them. She showed him the twelve shirts, and Benjamin realized she was his sister. I'm Benjamin, he said, your youngest brother. She began to cry for joy, and they kissed and lovingly hugged each other. But then he said, Dear sister, there's still a problem. We agreed that any maiden who came our way would have to die, for we had to leave our kingdom on account of a girl. I'll gladly die, she said, if I can save my twelve brothers by doing this. No, he responded, you shall not die. Sit down under this tub and wait till our eleven brothers come back. Then I'll settle everything with them. She did as he said, and when it was night, the others came back from the hunt and found their meal ready. After they sat down at the table and began eating, they asked, What's new? You don't know, Benjamin said. No, they replied. You're in the forest the whole day, he continued, while I stay at home, yet I still know more than you. Then tell us, they cried out. Only if you promise me that the first girl we meet shall not be killed, he said. Yes, they all exclaimed. Now tell us. Our sister is here, he said. And he lifted up the tub, and the princess came crawling out in her royal garments. She had the gold star on her forehead and was very beautiful, gentle, and delicate. In their joy they embraced and kissed her, for they loved her with all their hearts. Now she stayed at home with Benjamin and helped him with the work. The eleven brothers went into the forest, caught wild game, deer, birds, and pigeons, so they would have something to eat, and their sister and Benjamin made sure that their meals were prepared. They fetched the wood for cooking, herbs to go along with the vegetables, and put pots on the fire so dinner was always ready when the eleven brothers came home. Moreover, they kept the little cottage in order and put nice clean white sheets on the little beds. All this kept the brothers satisfied, and they lived with her in great harmony. One day, the two at home had prepared a wonderful meal, and when they were all together, they sat down, ate, drank, and were full of joy. Now, there was a small garden next to the bewitched cottage, and in it were twelve lilies, also called students. Since she wanted to please her brothers, the sister plucked the twelve flowers with the intention of giving one to each brother at the end of the meal. But... Right after she had plucked the flowers, the twelve brothers were instantly changed into twelve ravens and flew away over the forest, while the cottage and the garden vanished as well. Now the maiden was all alone in the wild forest, and when she looked around, an old woman was standing near her, and she said, My child, what have you done? Why didn't you leave those twelve white flowers alone? They were your brothers, and you've changed them into ravens forever. Is there no way to save them? The maiden asked as she wept. No, the old woman said. That is, 
There's only one way in the entire world, but it's so hard you won't be able to free them. You see, you would have to remain silent for seven years and neither speak nor laugh. If you utter but a single word and there is just an hour to go in the seven years, everything will be in vain and your brothers will be killed by that one word. I know for sure, the maiden spoke with her whole heart, that I shall save my brothers. She went and searched for a tall tree. After climbing it, she sat down and began spinning and did not say a word or laugh. Now, it so happened that a king was hunting in the forest. He had a big greyhound that ran up to the tree where the maiden was sitting. The dog began jumping around, yelping and barking at her. The king then went over to the tree and saw the beautiful princess with the gold star on her forehead. He was so enraptured by her beauty that he called up to her and asked her if she would be his wife. She did not respond, but nodded a little with her head. Then he climbed up the tree himself, carried her down, put her on his horse, and took her home. The wedding was celebrated with great splendor and joy, but the bride did not speak or laugh. After they lived together for a few years, the king's mother, who was an evil woman, began to slander the young queen and said to the king, The maiden you brought home with you is nothing but a common beggar girl. Who knows what godless mischief she's been secretly plotting? If she's mute and can't talk, she could at least laugh every now and then. Anyone who doesn't laugh must have a bad conscience. At first the king did not want to believe this, But the old woman kept at it so long and accused the maiden of so many wicked things that the king finally let himself be convinced and sentenced her to death. A huge fire was made in the courtyard and the young queen was to be burned in it. The king stood upstairs at a window and watched everything with tears in his eyes since he still loved her. When she was already bound to the stake and the fire was licking her clothes with its red tongues, the last second of the seven years expired. Suddenly, a whirring noise could be heard in the air, and twelve ravens came flying toward the yard and swooped down. Then, just as they touched the ground, they turned into her twelve brothers whom she had saved. They tore apart the fire, put out the flames, freed their dear sister, and hugged and kissed her. Now that she was allowed to open her mouth and talk, she told the king why she had been silent and had never laughed. The king was glad to hear she was innocent, and they all lived together in harmony until their death. The evil mother was brought before the court and put into a barrel that was filled with boiling oil and poisonous snakes. Indeed, she died a horrible death. The End The Brothers Grimm Lunch Break is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Download it and share it all you'd like, but don't change it or sell it. The translations used are copyright Jack Zipes and are used with permission. His collected translations, The Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, is available on the media of your choice from Bantam Books. The music is Mount Timbrel by Jamie Janover off his All Strings Considered album, available on magnatune.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the other episodes, you can find them on our website, www.grimlunch.org, where you can also leave comments or subscribe through iTunes. Thank you for listening.